Welcome to the Data Knowledge Action for Urban Systems podcast series. In this series, we shall explore systems used to build intelligent urban systems, technology used to innovate systems capable of collecting, storing, processing, analyzing, and evaluating data on the most prevalent health-related issues in cities' different sector, like transportation, employment, housing, or public space. This series is brought to you jointly by CoData, the Committee on Data of the International Science Council, Urban Health and Wellbeing Program, and Center for Applied Geomatics, CEPT Research and Development Foundation. Via these podcast series, we bring to you reflection on the interdisciplinary approaches and innovative use of converting data knowledge action systems for building healthy cities. Today, we welcome you all to the introductory episode of Data Knowledge Action for Urban Systems podcast series with me, Shelly Gandhi from CEPT Research and Development Foundation. Today, we have with me Dr. Simon Hartson, Executive Director of CoData, and Franz Katzweiler, Executive Director, Institute of Urban Environment, Chinese Academy of Science. This podcast series is a reflection on the DECA's application in various cities and approaches taken in this introductory episode, data knowledge action system shall be discussed in depth along with the need for such systems for urban sector. I welcome both of you on this episode. Thank you very much, Shaili. Thank you for including me in this podcast and for organizing this podcast comprising uh, CoData and the International Program Office for Urban Health and Wellbeing. And it's great to see you, Shiley, and friends. Before we get into the discussion, I'd like to introduce very quickly CoData and our decadal program. As Shiley said, CoData is the Committee on Data of the International Science Council, and we've been asked by the International Science Council to prepare an international collaborative program to address fundamental data issues for cross-domain grand challenges. If we think about those issues and challenges which we're faced in the world and for the future, it's no exaggeration to say for the future of life on earth. If we think about climate change, if we think about disaster risk reduction, if we think about the growth of cities and how to make cities sustainable, we must realize that To address those problems, we need a transdisciplinary approach that takes into account the needs of stakeholders, and we need a multidisciplinary approach that uses the knowledge and the research from many different domains. And underpinning that as well is the need to gather data from many different sources and to be able to combine those data into models of the complex systems which we're analyzing. So the purpose of the Decadal Program, entitled Making Data Work for Cross Grand Challenges, is precisely that, is to understand how we can better make data available, interoperable, so we can combine it, and reusable. Now, cities are a hugely important test case for how we use data. The proportion of the world's population living in urban environments is growing rapidly. Cities allow intensive data gathering And they also need good governance and the application of the knowledge derived from those data. And of course, there are many challenges just in terms of the data. 
how do we collect them? How do we manage them? How do we make them maximally useful? What data formats are we using? How are we, do, are we describing the data so that they can be combined? And in a word, our challenge is to make the data FAIR. Now, FAIR is an important acronym which guides us in contemporary 21st century use of data. The FAIR principles argue that data should be findable, accessible, interoperable, and reusable. And the FAIR principles apply to how humans use data, but also how humans use their machines, their computers computers to analyze the data. And so the, the data need to be machine readable and machine actionable. So that's a significant challenge for all those cross-domain global challenges and also for how we improve the management of cities. But that's just the start. There are also significant issues and challenges in terms of the pipeline from good management of data, from making data fair, to knowledge, to action. And that's really the topic of this series and of our conversation today. We need to be clear that data are not neutral. Serious thought and awareness of methodological issues need to be applied to how data are collected, described, and what knowledge can be derived from them. And then if we think about the complexity of a city or of the planetary system or the ecological system and so on, our topic today is cities. If we think about the complexity of a city, all those interactions, all those human interactions, those economic transport, power, waste, etc., all those interactions, to achieve changes in such a system, the complexity of the system needs to be taken into account. And the interrelation and interaction of those elements needs to be understood and accounted for. And this requires a number of things, including our modeling of that complex system, and stakeholder participation. How do the agents in that system react to changes in the system? So in exploring the idea of a data action knowledge approach and methodology, we're combining the necessary work on making data fair with the necessary work on how to derive knowledge from data and turn that knowledge into action. And it's for that reason that we've developed a partnership with the International Science Council's International Program Office on Urban Health and Wellbeing to explore these issues. And CoData comes at that very much from the data side and our experts and our colleagues at the International Program Office for Urban Health and Wellbeing come to the challenge from the side of the, how do we turn data into knowledge and then into action? And we hope through this series, we'll, we'll be able to explore that collaboration and apply it to a number of topics. So on that note, I'll hand over to friends who will introduce the International Programme Office for Urban Health and Wellbeing and say a little bit more about the methodology underpinning the DACAS, as we call it, the Data Knowledge Action Systems. Friends, over to you. Thank you very much, Simon. Um, I'm delighted to be with this podcast series and thank you, Shaley, for organizing this. So the Urban Health and Wellbeing Program, which is hosted at the uh, in Institute of Urban Environment of the Chinese Academy of Science in Xiamen in China, is an interdisciplinary program or is an interdisciplinary body of the International Science Council. And it has been going for about six years now. 
And our aim is to improve human health in cities by applying systems thinking and creating and building systems knowledge by understanding the city as a complex system and making use of the many benefits of this interconnected way of thinking. And let me jump directly to the idea of the data knowledge action systems. I think the, the background knowledge we need to have in mind when we talk about this is that we are living in the Anthropocene. And I want to shortly characterize the Anthropocene as an era in which the interconnections between people and their environment have not only multiplied, but also intensified. And nowhere else, this is observable on the entire planet. You may be aware of the planetary health reports, but also many other reports of the, of the climate panel or the biodiversity panels. They all observe an increasing pressure of human activity on the environment. But nobody, nowhere else, this is so obvious than in cities because population densities in cities are highest and the interactions between people and between people and their environment are most intense in cities. And that has advantages and disadvantages. The disadvantages are quite obvious and we hear from them every day. There are health issues related to uh, living in cities, especially in cities which have been primarily designed only for a few human needs like having shelter, but do not take into account what people really need and want in order to live healthy lives. So because that requires much higher effort to find out what that actually is. People need more than food and a roof over their head in order to live good and healthy lives. We know that, but it takes a lot of effort to find it out and design cities and plan cities accordingly, especially in the rapid urbanization of the emerging economies and of China. This is most often forgotten. And now what is happening is that in this era of the, of the Anthropocene, where interconnectedness is higher, also learning cycles are faster and more frequent. And these learning cycles build on what we in the program refer to as data knowledge action systems. We need to be aware that due to our planetary condition, we basically have no other choice than to accelerate our learning. So data knowledge action systems are an attempt for accelerated learning. And what do we have to learn? Well, we have to learn how to get along with each other, but also how to respond to environmental pressures like climate change and other consequences of climate change with all the disasters we are aware of, like flooding and heat islands and in cities and so on. In order to create these data knowledge action systems, two things are necessary. First, to connect data knowledge and action and back from action to data, which is a process fairly well understood and often applied in policy cycles or in other learning cycles. But this needs to be done maybe more conscious and also more rigorous and 
faster in, in a process which is much faster and so that we can uh, better respond to disasters like pandemic. But at the same time, and this is maybe even more important, uh, we do not only have to connect these uh, parts of data knowledge action systems, we also need to integrate a process of modeling. And what, why do we need to integrate this process of modeling into data knowledge action systems? It's because data don't answer the question of how we want or are supposed to live in cities or anywhere else. People need to come together, make decisions in situations which we don't know how the future is going to look like. And this increasing growth and activities uh, also increase uncertainty. So despite the high uncertainty we are facing, we still need to make decisions about questions like how do we want to live in cities? What is a good life in cities uh, or good or healthy life in cities? Many of those questions have been addressed, for example, in the recent New Urban Agenda, which has been published by the Habitat 3 process, responding to the questions, uh, what kind of cities we want. But the data alone do not answer that kind of question. So here, just to bring this aspect of the data knowledge action systems into in our area of the Anthropocene, something happened which turns around the entire idea of how humans relate to nature. Before, when we lived in a fairly empty uh, planet, or, or in other words, in a small world, in a big planet, few people, a lot of nature, we could afford a worldview and especially also an economics where we were on one side and acted upon the environment on the other side, which had a very big tolerance to absorb our so-called externalities. That's, that means the mess we, we created. And we created this mess and the pollution uh, because uh, nature was forgiving. There was a huge absorption capacity of nature and our mistakes were uh, forgiven, if you allow me to say it in that way. But now this is not possible anymore. We live in a denser planet, more people, and uh, on a so-called small planet, if I use the words which uh, Johan Rockström has used. And what happened on a small planet is that we do not, the, the impact we have on the environment it doesn't only impact the environment now, but it directly impacts back on ourselves, And that means the values, the new values which emerge in this situation are uh, related to ourselves, to questions of how, uh, it, how do we live and how does our life impact on our own health and well-being. So there's a direct link. There is no more possibility to live a good life or little possibility to live a good life without taking the impacts onto the environment directly into account uh, for our own health and well-being. So this is, this is what changed in the Anthropocene. And we think that we can capture these kinds of values, these kinds of questions. How do we want to live in cities in future by integrating a collaborative systems modeling approach allows us to formulate all these ideas while creating the model 
we create the future of life or in cities we want to live in. Thanks, Franz. And I think it's very insightful to know more about how data can be converted into methodology and frameworks to come to knowledge and take actions based on that knowledge. So thanks for listening to this episode from the Data Knowledge Action for Urban Systems podcast series. If you like our podcast and want to know more about the series, check out our website, www.crdf.org or follow us on social media. Please leave a review and like and share wherever you listen to the podcast. Look out for next episode and join us next time. Thank you. Thank you.